You're listening to Mocha Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's uh, 29 minutes uh, to 10 on this beautiful night. Uh, somebody says, Ustad, from Cape Town. What is the Sunnah method of getting the janaza? Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. While the break was on, I brought my phone today. Normally, I don't do that, but I, because of this. So one news they got there, Hamas threatened to kill the hostages. It's 100%. is one of the options you got. In Islam, once you have hostages, you can kill them, or either you free them, or either you take ransom, or either you make mubadalatul usara, we give you ours, and you give us, the, you know, they make a swap. So irrespective of the number, we give you one, you give us thousand. So all that is permissible. So if, because you say you're not going to give us water, you say you're not going to give us food, you're not going to give us electricity, and you want our people to die, so we just slaughter yours. We may we'll also show you something. So that is what they're threatening and so forth. And America is now busy with the cease with the ceasefire. They're speaking to all parties. So America wants to always be the good guy. But we all know they're the biggest harami, the super terrorists. They all side with Israel. The European Union has suspended aid to Palestinians. You see all these whiteies. Therefore, I told you, me, I don't trust these whiteies. You must remember that. That the politicians, they got white hegemony. They want white rule. I don't say everyone, but I speak of majority. So remember, that's what they want. And when you're not white, like guys like us, then they look at you, what, you know, that you're second class, third class. Therefore, me, when I'm right, I put them properly in their place. You must remember like that. You see that Jude class, they're listening now. So we put them properly in their place. I quote from their sources. So therefore, you must remember, they're recording every lecture of ours and so forth. Yes, you must remember that when a mayit is there, so now you have to take the janaza and so forth. So you must do it as quick as possible. In the books is written, you must have four people. They, they, today we have four people, we all fall down. So you must remember, Remember that, what, because they made it, they put it in that, you know, box and so forth to carry. It's very heavy that, so you need many more people. Those days, they just carry like on Chatai, you know. So how we do in Pakistan and Afghanistan, make special dua for Afghanistan. The death toll there also is increasing to and a half, 3,000 people now. Allah, Jalallah, make it easy for them also. Sometimes we focus on Palestine and forget Afghanistan. So remember, the aim is you mustn't carry like the non-Muslim, like a pack of, you know, packet of potatoes or something that you carry them. You must put on your shoulder and then you take to the graveyard and janaza salat and burial and so forth. Somebody says, what food Mufti Saab used to eat when traveling to various countries to start? So remember that I'm very particular of food and so forth. So I traveled to Iran. The haram is Shia, so I never had any chicken, any meat, nothing. So I survived there for the 12, 13 days. I was there on fruit and vegetable and fish. So we go Makkah, Medina also. We stay away from all the things there. You must remember, I tell the people, all this imported chicken, all imported meat, all haram it is. But our South Africans and others, where are they going to listen? They will go KFC, they will go McDonald's, they'll go here and there, and then they'll cry, but Allah accept it. How it will be accepted when you put haram right inside there? 
Hazrat Allama bin Nuri rahimullah heard him saying myself 74 we were in Umrah with Hazrat 75 in Hajj and mm-hmm. 77 he passed away so you must remember that in 74 75 so Hazrat said afsos to is baat par when people used to go to western countries London and here and there we used to tell them be very careful full circumspect to years of mana this is 70s because it passed away in 77 so he said that now when people come to Makkah Medina also we have to tell them they must be very very careful you must remember regarding the food they eat and what they consume mm-hmm. story time again this is now maybe 75 76 around there or maybe but in the 70s so you must remember one South African came to ask me a question day in Medina Manovara. So I gave him an answer, but he wasn't happy. I could make out. And he, I told him, you know what? Meet me after Asar year, and we'll go to Hazrat Mahasayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib. So these are all the giants of the Ummah. They all passed away. So you must remember that. So we went. So Hazrat asked why you came. I said, no, this brother can't speak properly Urdu. So he asked that this question. So Hazrat gave the same answer I gave. Then Hazrat said something which is very, very important. So Hazrat said that, see, this is in the 70s already. That year in Medina Manovara, most of the people who sell the live chicken are Shias. So if you buy it from them also, don't tell them to slaughter. You must slaughter it. Because if they slaughter it, then it's meta, it's carrion, it's not permissible. So you must remember that you buy it if you want, and thereafter you must slaughter it. You don't tell them to slaughter it. I never knew that, but I learned from Hazrat this. So from those years already, Hazrat Mahasayyid Khan Sahib and them were warning the Ummah that regarding the chicken, imported chicken and other chicken and so forth coming into Saudi. Today is free for all there. They will tell you Kullu halal, what they might worry, as long as they make money. So that's the big problem today. Hmm. Somebody says, Ustad, that are they allowing Salah to take place in Masjid Al-Aqsa during this war, Ustad? Yes, remember, Salat is going on, mashallah. So that will carry on. Gaza is about 70 kilos and there at 70 plus, plus minus away from, from Masjid al-Aqsa and so forth. But they won't allow anybody there, obviously. They got a complete siege now. And the other border is one border goes to Israel, one border goes to Egypt. But the Egyptian Haramis are also just like the Israelis. They make life very, very difficult for the Gaza people and for people to enter through there, the Rafa border and so forth. But their time will come all of them. CC says I got support of the people and I'll go and stand for the third time. So since when they Muslim these people, he himself is a Jew, is Ibn Yahudiya, his mother was a Jewess and so forth. They curse people this. Well, sir, I don't know if this brother understood. He says that brother from Benoni says, how can you say Islam says Hamas can kill the refugees? You make what it- you know of Islam, you just keep quiet. You don't understand nothing of Islamic law you must remember there's what refugees these are not refugees these are usara usara a harb means they are captives you got five options in islam one you kill them totally permissible once you are in a war and you capture the enemy you kill them so didn't sahaba kill you must remember them they in badr and so forth so you must remember that and you know what happened in badr Say the Omar radiallahu ta'ala who said the 70 we got as captives, we must kill them. And then we must remember majority Sahaba said, no, let's take ransom. 
Allah said, you should have practiced on what Hazrat Umar said. But Allah gave you a choice. Lola kitabu min Allah, lamasakum fi ma'akhaltum fi adabun azim. If Allah did not give you a choice, a big punishment should come upon you. So you must, you don't know nothing about Islam, jahil, idiot you are. So you must remember this, to kill them totally permissible, or you take ransom for them, or you make istirqaq, you make them into slaves and so forth. But that now our government, they signed that, so that won't be the option. So either they kill them, either they use them as for swapping, or either they take ransom from them, or you must remember, they let them go free of charge. So these are all the options Islamically. If you don't know anything, just keep quiet. Don't waste my so start, uh, when will the Khurasan army come to help the Palestinians start? Only Allah knows. We can't say which date and so forth and so on. So you must remember Ta'asiruna Fariqa. Quran says wa taktuluna Fariqa. There's it in the Quran. So one group you take them as slaves and one group you kill them. Quran is saying that. What are you talking nonsense? So you must remember that when will all that happen? All that only Allah Ta'ala knows. We don't specify any date. It's all to do with Maghibat, all to do with things that we don't know when it will occur. Occur, it will happen, remember that. Somebody says here that is it permissible to give charity to non-Muslims, charity organizations on monthly or weekly basis to start? Not permissible if they are harbis, somebody wants to give the Israelis and so forth. It's haram. They to do business with them is haram. They are harbis to give the Christians and their church and religious organizations and so forth or they are front for them. It's not permissible. But you give these guys here, yeah, you must remember that, you know, that they make boza, boza, pak your car, yeah, and there and all that so they are begging so if you want to give them normal voluntary charity it's fine no problem but to give zakat to them sadaqatul fitr all that is haram is not permissible a person read for a kat salah with jamaat to start however after the imam finished he stood up thinking he must want a kat uh, after salah he realized he got all four kats with the jamaat Will the Salah have to be repeated, Ustad? He must repeat the Salat. It means he read five rakat Salat, so he must repeat the Salat. And waswasa, before you start Salat, read, Allahumma inni a'uzu becoming al khinzab. Ya Allah, protect me from khinzab. The word khinzab is mentioned in Muslim Sharif. So he comes and he blows our fuses and confuses us. La yadri comes Allah. You don't even remember how many rakat Salat you have. Like wudu time, the hadith of khinzab in Muslim Sharif. The hadith of, you must remember, Walahan, not Wuhan, Wuhan is in China. Walahan. So that is in Tirmidhi Sharif, so you must remember that. So people, they got so much doubt, so much doubt, you must remember, did I wash my ankles, did I wash my elbow, this, that. We had one teacher there in Karachi. He used to suffer from this, Waswasa. Allah, they passed away, Allah gave him Jannatul Firdaus. One day he was making, making like that. Now there they have the house, you know, like that. He fell inside the house also. So mm-hmm. because of all this waswasa and all these things there. So he washed this, washed the hand five times, ten times and all that. Then the wee feet, then like that. So it's very bad, very serious. You, you mustn't waste water and always read, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min wasa visi shaitan. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from the waswasa and waswasa whisperings of shaitan read the last surah 
that they bring the waswasa, the whisperings. So always read, Kul and that is the most powerful taweez. You must remember that. All these other taweez, they put on the neck and put, they just take all that out. You must remember, you don't need all these things. Read what Quran is teaching, what Sunnah Mubarakah is teaching, and that is the best. Somebody says, Ustad, that do you think that uh, the Tabligh Jamaat will be able to fight a jihad like the Mujahideen in Gaza, Ustad? Remember, Hazrat Mawana Ubaidullah Saab was one of the elders. He used to come with Hazrat Ji, Hazrat Ji Mawana Inamul Hassan, then Hazrat Mawana, Hazrat Mawana Umar Saab used to speak, and Mawana Ubaidullah Balyawi used to speak. I heard this personally from him. He said, Yejo Tabligh Jamaat hai, hum inku bata hai, Qurbani kya hai? Or kis ke liye karna hai? Your niyat must be sadiqa. Your niyat must be pure and sincere. Only for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu sallam. You have to come out from your comfort zone and so forth. And then when Hazrat Mahdi comes, then they, the Tabligh Jamaat, not everybody, but many of them will be joining that Jamaat of Hazrat Mahdi radiallahu an, and then they will become the true Mujahideen against the enemy. So he said it 100%. So, but Allah will select whoever he wants to, not what we want to. Very good question. See, I teach you something. When you want victory, you need three things. You need Iman, you need Islam, and you need Ikhlas. You know Harun Rashid, Khalifa Harun Rashid, they ran the Khilafat Abbasiyah for 525 years, plus minus. And remember, for five centuries. And what, what things they accomplished and so forth. So he had a Jaysh, he had an army. Allama Zahabi, rahimahullah, has written this in his work, Siru Alam in Nubala. So in there he wrote this incident. He said in that army of Harun Rashid, Ishruna Alpha, there were 20,000 people who never gave their names. And they said, we don't want your stipend, we don't want wages, we don't do nothing. We won't give you our name also. He said, okay. Why? He said, for who are we going to fight? He knows our name. And they were prepared to die for the love of Allah, prepared to die for the love of Mustafa. So when you have armies like that, who are not even worried about name and fame, and they're doing it just for the love of Allah, for the love of Mustafa, the victory will come definitely. So you must remember that is what is required. In this day and this age, the best jamaat globally, internationally, is Tablik Jamaat remember that so you don't look at them that now they're going here going here this is building them up you must remember and when the need arises then Allah will accept whoever he wants to but this I heard personally from Hazrat Mona Ubaidullah Balyawali so Balyawi and remember he was a very great alim his lectures used to go like this First point, second point, third point, fourth point. Not the six points. In his lecture, he will say, this is first point, second point, third point. I want to explain to you like that. A very ilmi lecture he used to give. You must remember that. Yeah. If you can get his lectures, Hazrat Mawana Ubaidullah, maybe you will pick up this way he said it and so forth. I see somebody from Azad will say, he still moved his up. Uh, Ramzan Kadyrov, president of Chechnya threatens to send forces to protect the Palestinians who start. Yes, you must remember that our Taliban have sent an open invitation. Oh, Iran, open your borders. Oh, Jordan, open your borders. Oh, Egypt, open your borders. We are the real Mujahideen. 
It's these Arab countries who are protecting the Harami state of Israel, you must remember. Saudi Arabia protects them, and Jordan protects them, and Egypt protects them, and there's other countries around there, they protect them. So you must remember this. If they open up the borders, I am telling you, if Jordan alone opens the borders, if you know Jordan, there are more Palestinians there than Jordanians, you must remember. Then see what happens. If let our Afghan Taliban and Mujahideen comes and so forth. So Russia and that is still far, you must remember that. So it's good. We must have the jazbah and the zeal and so forth. The jutlas want to intimidate us, you must remember. They're the biggest cowards. You saw how many of them ran away to the airport? You saw how many Ehud Barak, who was the prime minister once upon a time, he is sitting at the airport and he's taking a flight going out. You see what cowards they are. And they're flying here and there. They never want to die, the Jutlas. They never want to die. They want to live for a thousand, thousand years. The love for life is too much in them. And the love for death, the, 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 the fear of death, they hate it too much. Mm. And you must remember this. My biggest joy Saturday, Sunday was when our Hamas guys were catching these guys and in their underwear and they were urinating you understand the haramis and you must remember how they were running there people say they were having just a musical show how can you kill them whose land is that i'm asking you somebody comes to your house listen carefully Mm -hmm. somebody comes to your house puts a gun at your head and tells you get out from here and go sit there in the outbuilding and then we will negotiate how much you're going to get from that outbuilding and they stay in your house they're having parties and all that if you get a chance what you will do I'm asking you you will put a bullet through them so same thing there they did we got our chance we will make it your last musical show before you go to hell and get roasted and toasted so that is what they did and so forth so therefore we got no empathy sympathy for any jutla who is dispatched to hell remember that or wherever jihad is taking place we must be very clear on these Mm -hmm. issues Allahu Akbar subhanallah subhanallah somebody says Ustad uh, say if your non-Muslim neighbor who owns a liquor store gives you fruit what should you do with it can it be consumed or should it be given away we'll start well, give it away why you accepted it in the first place you must, if somebody gives you pork you will accept it somebody gives you alcohol you will accept it my connections there in uh, Mauritius you must remember because they were so elated and delighted they booked for me a nice hotel and so forth I just walked in and I saw one big champagne bottle there I called that guy that you know who's the guide there I told him hey you take this thing out, me, I can't sleep here. I don't enter this room. He thought Christmas came early. He said, very good. He pocketed the whole thing. You understood? So why we must take it in the first place? <laughs> so you must remember these things there. And we must never allow this type of situation to happen. You know the person is selling alcohol. And now he give you a gift. He give you a fruit. He give you this and all these things there. Even if it's not Muslim, you must stand by your principles. Remember that. He must know you're not up for sale that you will do what Islam tells us to do. Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, Sheikh Yasser Dosari has been excused from his position after his contract ended. 
Will he continue or is there possibly another reason to start? I spoke of all these things long time. He spoke in favor of Palestine. Your MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, the Harami, he and they want to tell. You see, they give a narrative. They say, no, he was Imam for Tarawi and then he made him Imam and then he gave Jumma, but now he's contract. That's all fairy tales, all that. You must go to Asababu Raisi. The main reason, he spoke in favor of Palestine, so therefore they don't want him. Every Imam. Now, the contract is that you can't speak one word of Palestine. You can't use the word Yahud and so forth. You mustn't read ayats of jihad unless it's Tarawi and that in your first salat. So these are all part of it. But they like it because they collect one one million riyals and so forth. You know how many perks they got. So you must remember. So, but if you got conscience, you tell him go to hell. So MBS, you see what Shuraim did. He said, go fly a kite. I resign. So this is so good sign that it was. So there's Yasid Dawsari, his contract ended and all that. That is just a fairy tale. The main reason was he spoke in favor of Palestine and therefore they don't want him anymore. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, is it permissible to take part in mixed martial arts competitions where money can be won if you win and even if you lose, Ustad? Totally haram is gambling that. So you must remember this thing there. You have to pay a certain amount and then you win or you lose and so forth and so on. It's not permissible. We must learn how to make jihad in a disciplined manner, not what the kufar system is and so forth and so on. Say, no, me, I want to learn karate. But in karate, you have to bow down there to the master, to the teacher and that. So we only bow down to Allah Ta'ala, not to bow down to human being and creation. So therefore, we must turn everything, Islamicize it, that is permissible and that is how is the path of success. Mm. I see uh, uh, Jeremy says that this is going to cause a big war with the Jews and the Muslims who start. Yes, and me, I'll tell a good thing, Jeremy, that you reminded me, I supposed to say it and I forgot with so many things flashing in my mind. You Muslims, South Africa and wherever you are, the Jutla, Jeremy and his ilk and all of them, you must hit them where it hurts the most. And where it hurts the most, you must remember is their pocket. So you are businessmen. Why five, ten of you don't get together? You are wholesalers, you are retailers, you are factory guys, whatever. We say we were buying from a jutla. We tell him, go to hell. We're no more going to buy from you. You don't understand? And we will buy from somebody else and so forth. You got the means of doing that. But you need a little bit iman. You need a little bit confidence. You need a little bit ghaira, self-respect and honor. So why must we give our business to the jutlas? Hit them where it hurts the most. Mm. These are haramis. They said, I give you each one from Quran. They objected on Allah. Allah, what you want charity from us? Eh? You poor? You stingy? The Jutlas, the Haramis, they said, Allah Ta'ala's hands are fastened. Allah said, Their hands are fastened. They are very stingy. Therefore, in Afrikaans, you say, You are so stingy, just like a Jew. And Allah Ta'ala says that Allah cursed them. And for what they said, then prophets, 
Jew vis-a-vis Prophet's messengers, Fariqan Kazabtum wa Fariqan Taktulun. One group of prophets who rejected and uh, like Nabi Muhammad sallallahu sallam, Nabi Isa alayhi sallam, wa Fariqan Taktulun. Another group you martyred them and murdered them like Zakaria alayhi sallam and Nabi Yahya alayhi sallam, Zacharias, John the Baptist. They tried to assassinate Jesus, peace be upon him. They tried to assassinate Habibuna Rasulullah, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu the book, the Torah, and so forth, Yuharrifun al Kalima Amawadi. They distorted and corrupted the text of the Torah and so forth to suit their whims and fancies and desires. So Allah Ta'ala, they did something. And then the prophets, they did something. The holy divine scriptures, they did something. And then Muslims, in the, you want your Muslims? So Muslims go open chapter 5, verse 82. The last, last verse of the six Jews, six Subara. Latajidanna ashaddan nasi adawatan lilladina you see BJP Modi and his cronies there. they're standing 100% you must remember with the Jutlas so one Hindu guy wrote and he said we're standing with you the Jews and so forth and so that a Jewish guy replied he said hey you they in India is telling that guy you you drink the cow milk you drink the cow urine and you drink you must and you, and you use the, the dung of the cow and all that we don't need your help and that and he swore him left, right, and center. <laughs> so among themselves, they cursing one another. So that was a comical. It is on Twitter. Everybody can see it. You must remember that. So they are worse, worse enemies. The Jews and the Mushriks, the Hindus. We never ever say every Jew. We never ever say every Hindu. But we definitely will say majority Jews and majority Hindus. You just have to look at Israel and India, both apartheid regimes against the Muslim and minorities and so forth. So that is what you see. <laughs> I see Brother Ibrahim Anderson and I see Brother Ishmael. He says, tell Jeremy we are ready for that war. Start. <laughs> so you must remember that. You see now, Jeremy, we are ready. So you must remember that. We know you Jutas, you are only strong when you come in front of children yeah. with five, five, mm-hmm. five police and ten them. If you go one for one, even now, the Palestinians will give you such a threshing. You must remember that because they love to dice with death. Mm-hmm. And you fear death. You must remember this type of thing. There. Mm-hmm. Once you have through Iman, you fear none. You must remember that besides all material. <laughs> uh, so you remember Sister Janet? She says here, uh, AK, listening to you guys Q&A this evening, why don't we bring peace? Why fight? Ustad, Janet. Oh. So my sister Janet, if you want peace, what is the prerequisite for peace? The prerequisite for peace is justice. And when you steal my land, you steal my garden, you murder my children. They in Palestine now, there are over a thousand Muslim Palestinian children in jail. There are over a thousand, thousand, five thousand or so of mm-hmm. our men in jail. And they have, my sister, you must I don't know if you understood the apartheid laws in South Africa, detention without trial. That is the exact law they have there, you must remember, in Israel. So peace is very good. 
But the Jutlas, the Haramis, the Zionists, the super terrorists don't believe in peace, P-E-A-C-E. They believe in stealing the pieces of the land of the Palestinians. You understood, my sister Janet? You must not be Alice in Wonderland. We all want peace, but peace based on justice, not based on you stealing and land grab and so forth. And whatever you did in the past 75 years, you Jutlas, you Haramis, we're going to make you pay reparations for that. That, I promise you and therefore we'll end of today's program with dua for the Palestinians and say Allah grant them victory Allah decimate and destroy the Jutlas and all the enemies of Muslims and so forth if there's no guidance for them Allah protect Aksar Mubarak and the only way my sister Janet and Jeremy and whoever else is there is one settler one bullet will settle the issue inshallah okay so now we will go inshallah to Hafiz Yusuf and thereafter we'll have the Urdu lecture Hazrat Mona Ibrahim Devla Sahib Ne'mato Ka Tashakkur and Shukar you must be grateful to all the bounties of all Mithya Allah Jalla Wala and tomorrow 423 424 Azan will go 4.30 we will start inshallah with my program so that is with Mona Arafat inshallah in the morning and brother Junaid Mota and Riyaz Mota so we make dua for us and the Ummah at large my brother Lukolo will send the four parts inshallah of tonight's Q&A and with the clip of the 19 people embracing Islam we thank our brother Ibrahim Anderson Jazakallah Khairan so all that with the next half an hour or 45 minutes because we have to sleep also so inshallah and make special special dua Allah Jalla Wala dismantle the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime inshallah Aziz Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullah Wa Alaikum Salam Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh that was our beloved Honorable Fadil to start, Hazrat Mulana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah. Up next is Hafiz Kala Sahib. Thereafter, the Urdu lecture from myself and the team. We will be tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safinatu Ilal Jannah. Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.